Welcome to the Happiness Alchemy Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Goody. Stay with me for expansion, activation, and awareness on your spiritual journey through life and business. Today, I'm joined by Radha Nilia. Radha is an intuitive teacher, international coach, forward-thinking leader, author, and motivational speaker on feminine empowerment. She is also the founder of Goddess Code Academy, a mystical school for the divine feminine. Her mission and vision are of serving women through holistic education and empowerment. Welcome, Radha. Thank you so much for having me, Tracy. It's such an honor to be here. Yeah, it's, it's so my pleasure. And just to share a tiny, tiny, tiny piece of backstory uh, with our listeners, I worked with Radha about three years ago doing a, um, a goddess, I think it was called a goddess activation at this point or a goddess session. Yeah. And it was like, it totally rocked my world. It brought so much magic in. So I'm really, really blessed to have you here with me today. And I know that you have so much in the works and so many gifts to offer us. So before we get really into our delicious topic of turning heartache into blessing, I'd love to hear a bit about why the topic of feminine empowerment is such a huge part of your purpose. Absolutely. Feminine empowerment is a huge part of my purpose and the work that I do with women and men because I have um, quite the history of of experiencing sort of feminine um, disempowerment. And, um, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, heartache to blessings and this is definitely one of them where, you know, when I was younger, I experienced, um, I experienced some backlash from the, from females, you know, and mm-hmm. I couldn't understand like, why, why are, why are women so mean to other women? Why is there this cutting feeling? And, and I felt like we should be loving each other, you know, we're the same. Yeah. This, this, uh, the mean girl thing showed up a lot as like a sort of, um, uh, pattern in my life. And, um, you know, later I moved to Los Angeles and the, and the whole paradigm there was this mean girl energy where it was like this need for competition and uh, my background in entertainment. And I just saw this deep wounding um, that, that, you know, women had, that we all had, like whether we felt that we were on the receiving side of being bullied or on the side where we felt like we had to compete, you know, and yes. this, really this uh, very... Kind of felt like it felt like sharp glass. It was very cutting and it was very painful. And I really wanted to experience connection with women. I wanted to experience um, them feeling empowered and me feeling empowered, so we could really co-create together. I always thought women should come together to co-create. So, you know, I started my healing journey quite some time ago, about a decade ago. And I went on this path where I was starting to clear beliefs and energy and, um, and a lot of the stuff that was there, um, as I started to even work with other women, they were not even their own beliefs. It was sort of like passed down through lineage or generations all the way back, you know, from what I, what I understand, like the witch hunts, you know, the sort of uh, persecution of the feminine. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the wounding was so cellular and so deep, and it was so unconscious that um, I really, I really wanted to create something that would be empowering. And I loved seeing women have breakthroughs in sessions, and just see, and even me, how I felt about myself after I did, you know, all, like a lot of this work. 
it really shifted the dynamics I had with women. And I, and then I came upon more women that were empowered and I was like, wow, this is amazing. You know, women, when they're in their power, when they feel good about themselves, when they're in touch with their purpose here, they do the most incredible things. We work great together, you know, and this is the message that I want to bring forth is that we are meant to work together that as you empower yourself, you empower the collective. As you, as you empower yourself, you step into your purpose. As you step into your purpose, you're also really feminine leadership is, is the new call of the future. You know, we're seeing it everywhere with the, um, I guess it's the dynamics going on where we are being asked to please step up. You know, please step into your power positions. There's no time to play small, but we're not stepping up in a way that like, hey, I'm better than you. Um, exactly. At all, no, right? Because each one of us has a unique gift. Yes, it's like this compassionate calibration or cooperation, uh, not calibration. <laughs> uh, what's the word I'm thinking of here? Yeah, it's like this, co co yeah, collaboration, I guess, right. So it's so true. And we're, we're all, as we discover our gifts, our magic, like each one of us is a gem. And when we do the healing work, we're activating that gem inside of us. We all are beautiful, magical, sparkling, and important together. And in fact, we create something much bigger than ourself. Um, what was it the Dalai Lama said? It was the Western woman that was going to save the world because, you know, we have a voice. But yes. we should be moving it towards something relevant rather than just like, what are you wearing? Or it was my bag better than yours? Or you know what I mean? That, that, that small petty stuff keeps you small. Yeah. And um, it's, that's not what we want. We want expansion. So um, anytime I see one of my fellow sisters breaking through, succeeding, you know, coming out with something new, I'm like, yeah badass you know why that's we need that out there it's it's not that there's a lack there's no lack out there and I think the feminine has been taught we have to fight for our man we have to fight mm -hmm. to the number one princess you know and that's what I call like the princess syndrome where we get stuck in this belief we need to fight for our man wait for him to get on this horse and save us you know yeah and that's just not that's not the paradigm I'm, you know, I, I feel like I, I had that like syndrome before because I used to read fairy tales and then, right? Know, yes, you know, so mm -hmm. was waiting for that moment where this, <laughs> this prince was going to get, you know, get me, save me, save us all. But, um, you know, you grew up and realized, okay, you know what, I think I better do saving myself. And that's really where it comes down to really loving yourself first. Um, and by truly learning to love yourself and heal those deep wounds, you have so much more to offer others as well. Oh, my goodness. It's so true. And, like, even as you're talking about it, I get goosebumps. Like, when I see women coming together and supporting each other, there's, like, it brings tears to my eyes. It's just, it's, it's where we're headed. It's where we're meant to go. So it's such an important message. I'm so excited to be having you on this podcast. <laughs> Yes, and I agree. It's kind of like this um, this Disney princess style situation that a lot of us were raised in in this generation, and where we're breaking out and we're taking a look at them. We're like being like, no, actually, that's not the way it is anymore. We've shifted out of this, and it's time to catch up to that. Yeah, and we're all moving together. Yeah. And, and you know, that's why I love the work you do too. You like, you really empower women in their business, and you help women tap into their intuition 
And mm-hmm. you probably have a voice with your podcast. So, so each one of us is, is doing so much, you know, and when we come together, it's like it amplifies everything. Exactly. And it's not about competition because there's a place for everybody. Everybody comes in with their own purpose. So there's no way that we can get in each other's way whenever we're living our own purpose. Like it's just, it just activates those around us. So true. Yeah, so good. Okay, so I know that you have a new book out, the Kuan Yin Goddess Code Activation Workbook, and I was just like checking it out, and I I really need to get a copy because that looks amazing. <laughs> so, and you also have your own healing modality, goddess activations, and you have this expansive membership site, the Goddess Code Academy. So this is a lot of things to to come at, and you're clearly a, you know have this warrior goddess about you. But where does this strength and determination come from to continue getting your message out there? Um, you know, it's a, there's just a driving force that Mm -hmm. I surrendered to. Um, I did make a decision, you know, a while ago, I had to make a choice. Um, there was two paths I could go on and, um, I did make the choice to move forward with, with this path because I I made a commitment to the goddess (laughs) really is what it comes down to. I, you know, I had this almost like this ceremonial initiation where you know I met I met with a goddess and and, um it was this deep profound experience that was I can't really describe it other than saying that it burned it was like a fire burning my heart yes I guess that it just sort of burned away all the bs and like Mm -hmm. all the stuff I had attachments to people I had attachments to the way I thought quote-unquote my life should be the direction that I had been going um it, it sort of burned it out and then she she asked me do do you agree to step into this are you committed to this path to which I said yes 100 percent and from that moment it's like everything in my life sort of unraveled you know it had been unraveling but at a very very fast pace and I'm not saying that has to happen to everybody but sometimes when you really step into your purpose things around you unravel so that you can start new Um, you know and moving to the mountain is another aspect of that you know crystal mountain because here I'm able to focus 100% of my energy and I'm really in a devotional mode where I'm this is really what I'm dedicating my time and my life to um, is really getting this work out there because I have I have past life memories where I've been, you know, in in the in the sort of temples and, and had these experiences of having the feminine been crushed so many times and a lot of the wounding healing I had to do with myself and then did with other women was around these sort of cellular past lives that were just really haunting them and mm-hmm. realizing that the feminine has been sort of trampled on, um, you know, the, the, the old temples that they had in, in, you know, Eastern Europe and Europe um, that were actually run by the, the priestess was before the priest. And yes. I'm not sure better or worse, but it just was. It truly, truly, truly was. You can look it up. Um, it might be hard to find these materials because they're very selectively, you know, yeah. um, places. But um, a lot of history has been wiped out. The truth is history has to be rewritten. It hasn't been properly documented. And it, remember, only the conquerors write history, all right? Exactly. It's our story, not history. Mm-hmm. But we're learning the history version. <laughs> it's her story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I feel like um, part of my 
part of my work, and at least at this particular phase in my life, is to complete these. Um, I have 11 goddesses that are coming forth that want to come out in these workbooks um, to help women. Oh. And, it, mm -hmm, and, it's, and it's much more affordable. And I wanted to get this work out there simply to, to get it out there, you know? Absolutely. Just because you're driven to do it, just because the fire is in there. You, I, I can feel it when you're talking about it. I can feel it in every cell of my body. I'm resonating with it. Yeah. So I, think we, I think when we step into the purpose, when we surrender to our higher calling, and for me, this is where it is at this moment, you know, that might shift down the road, right? But, but right now, I know that I have to do this, and it's the only thing that that's on my mind, <laughs> you know, I've, um, you know, and so it's like, I put aside other things like, you know, dating and other things like that right now. So I can just focus on this. But I mean, of course, you know, um, I believe that our purpose spills into every corner of our life when you get the right partner, when you get you know, the family, you know what I mean? Like what you're doing is so beautiful, how you manage everything. And it's incredible, Tracy. I so admire that about you is your ability. Thank, thank you so much. Yeah, it's, I mean, to be a, mo a mother and to be co-creating a life with such purpose is exquisite and, and so exciting, too. It definitely makes you question. Sometimes I'll be sitting here and I'll be working and going through this beautiful channeling thing, and then my kids need something, I have to stop what I'm doing and tend to them. And I'm like, why did I choose this? Why did I choose to have this life where I wanted to get such a big message out, and I wanted to take care of the children all at the same time? Oh, well, guess we'll just continue on. <laughs> because you can. Because yeah. That's the power of the feminine. Exactly. The feminine has so much love in her heart, and I'm talking about the divine feminine. Mm -hmm. Has such, so much love in her heart. She has so much fire in her soul. She is truly unstoppable. It doesn't mean she doesn't get tired and cranky and all of that stuff, but it, but it means that despite that, despite obstacles, that she, can she finds a way to go forward. And we are all faced with obstacles, especially when you're being called to your higher purpose. Like you said, yes. you know, when you have the bigger the message, the more obstacles at times, right? Uh, 100%, yes. The, the <laughs> more I expand, the more I come against, the more I clear, the more I expand. It just doesn't stop. <laughs> it doesn't stop. Like, yeah, last week I was like trying to finish the second edition and my Wi-Fi was out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, of course, and I'm getting all this juicy downloads, like, what is going on? But, but in a way, it's the universe saying, like, hey, do you, are, you, are you really committed to this? And I'm yes. like, yes, I am, even though you're really getting a molas. <laughs> I'm still committed. I'm still showing up. And that's a key, is that not every day is going to be perfect. Not every day is like a fairy tale. But keep showing up every day, no matter what comes up, you know? Exactly. That's, that's how you create. It's just a little bit every day, a little bit every day. And it's just like a train. It stops and it goes and it stops and it goes, but it doesn't stop till it gets to, its, it doesn't, you know, stop completely till it gets to its destination. You exactly. have to be like train and just say, okay, we're going to unload or upload, whatever, um, take a break here. And then we're going to keep going forward. It's consistency. And even if it's slow and steady, which my progress, I think, is slow and steady. You know, I've been doing this for a really long time, and sometimes I think, wow, I feel like I should be doing even more. But yes, but we always think that, you know. And I yeah. think we have to be kind to ourselves and think, hey, you know what? I'm showing up every day. I'm sitting down. I'm writing. And what more can I do? That's 
that's what I'm doing. Um, so sometimes, you know, we do these things in private. We don't see the results or people don't see the results anywhere for quite some time, but then all of a sudden you have something. And that's the magic. It's a magic that you're creating um, from the inside out. And it's, it's better to create slow and steady than just be a flash in the pan where it's like, oh, I'm putting it all out there right now. It's like, just stay steady. Stay steady with it. That's my advice for those who are listening who are wanting to create and, and really step into their purpose. Um, stay committed every day. And also tune in and see, like, what the message is for you because each day is going to be a little different, especially if you're yeah. on a spiritual path, as you know, Tracy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? I don't believe what I believed 10 minutes ago. My world is upside down. Fair enough. Let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's true, but it's 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 a lot of fun. Like everything you just said right back there, everybody that's listening to the podcast, rewind it, go back and re-listen to what she said and then absorb it. Like truly absorb it because it's absolute gold. Um it's it's so so important because and I, I agree with you and I really resonate with that slow moving progress thing where it feels like um this seed has been germinating and growing up and reaching up for such a long time, but it's like it's it's really coming to create some beautiful things that Sometimes we don't even notice the amount of beauty that we have created with our own inner work until, un, until I don't know, we hit kind of like these little points and we're like, look at that. I am making, you know, huge leaps and bounds here. So it's, yeah, I so agree with that. Okay, so moving into our topic of the day, can you just explain a little bit more about what you mean by transforming heartache to blessings and give me some examples here? Absolutely. So um, one of my heartaches was feeling alienated or feeling um, feeling the, the pain of rejection from other women, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that we couldn't come together and, and without this like competition and all this other stuff that was sort of in the way of really being open. Um, it was a heartache for me. It broke my heart because all I wanted was to love women and, and have them love me and, and I wanted to always create and do projects with them. And so, you know, it's when I really, when I turned that into a blessing is when I said, hey, let me be the one to create a sacred space where women can come and be accepted, be loved, be supported. Let me create that. Because if it's not out there, start creating it. You know, we, what, what we don't see in the world, we're meant to create. It's, it's that, um, longing in your heart that is sometimes your your message right and so through that you know that's why I really love doing my programs where we meet weekly and we have these little we have these really tight groups of women where we're supporting each other and I'm really sharing with women and showing women like hey it's okay for your sister to share her success you can share your success and we are healing together as a group as a collective um and each one feels seen and heard. And I realized, well, that's, I guess that's part of my purpose is to, is to show women, you know, through the way I do, through Goddess Code Academy, um, that they have a place in the world, that they belong, that they can be loved, that they can be supported in their growth, in their empowerment, and in their success. And that it's okay for them to be successful. That I'm happy when my clients or students have huge success. It just it makes me feel really, really good. And um, especially when it's coming from the place that they're really happy and proud and they're sharing that and knowing that, you know, 
we have the power to take our heartbreak and to turn it around completely. That where we thought there was weakness, there was actually strength, right? So empowering, so empowering, yes. So um, another heartache would be, you know, we all go through heartaches, but how do we turn it all around? I think <clears throat> so many times, like a lot of my clients go through like breakups. They come to me a lot of times when they're going through like a, um, a tragedy or something, a loss of some kind, you know, and um, what I've found in working with clients in these situations is that, um, you know, on the other side of that, there's almost like a whole new world. It's like they step into a new dimension of possibility because when you let something go and release it that wasn't for your highest and best good, you find out more about yourself, about your own gifts, things that you maybe haven't turned to. And um, I always see that, you know, with my clients where they thought they lost something, they actually gained something, but it's going through the journey of, of yourself, going inside of yourself and not really looking outside. Everything, everything comes from within. And so many times we give our power to what we see with our eyeballs outside, but, the, you know, don't take everything um, for what it is. Like sometimes the best the best journeys, the best blessings come from within. And so when I redirect them back into themselves, we go back into their being and look for their gifts, activate their gifts. It's like they found something that they hadn't been able to see because there was more distractions, you know. And so heartache to blessing can happen when you go through the process of heartache, actually go through it. And then on the other side, I promise there's always a blessing it's never there's never not been a blessing anytime I've had a heartache in my life I went through the process and I was willing to actually go through it and I always found the rainbow and the pot of gold never failed you know absolutely and I totally agree and that's it's so very similar to the work that I do with happiness alchemy it's that it's that same kind of thing is just shifting what's what's causing you to to feel this lack, this doubt, this fear, this sadness, and transforming it into, okay, well, what's, what's left for me to fully release on this? And then now that that's released, what am I open to? And then, wow, I'm open to that, seriously? <laughs> and then have some fun. <laughs> so it's, I totally agree. Okay, so now, what direction or guidance would you give to our listeners if they're just kind of like hitting that vibration of heartache? to start making the shift um, into more so the energy of the blessing? Well, I'd like to reiterate, like, what you said. Like, first of all, I always ask, what was the lesson here? Yes. You know, what, what was the lesson? I always want to know so I don't have to repeat again. <laughs> Very true. So true. <laughs> so, I would say, so I would say don't just turn from heartache. It, you know, I would see heartache as, like, where you're going to get a lot of information. Get a journal. Start to mm -hmm. write what I learned from this, what am I going to do different next time, what, where were the red flags that I didn't see before, right, and yes. when you start to do that, you're bringing it to your conscious mind, and then I always say, please download me with the lesson <laughs> so that I can mm -hmm. learn it from, you know, from a higher perspective and understanding, and that my understanding can be the same so that I am now downloaded with a the lesson, therefore I do not need to repeat it again, also, you know, I'm big on forgiveness because I really believe that we have to process things fully and then we can come to a place of forgiveness, even if we don't forget, 
but forgiving someone or something, you know, that may have broke our heart is a way of releasing us from that karmic tie. And it also releases the patterning, as strange as that sounds, there's a patterning there, right? So it releases the patterning, like I forgive myself too. So many times the situations or the heartaches people get into, they forget that they need to forgive themselves because they, they were the one that maybe had, had brought themselves into it or no blame, but sometimes we, we actually co-create our experiences. So um, the hardest person to forgive is often ourselves. I know because it's, it's the same for me. I've had, you know, mm-hmm. I've had forgive myself like wow I forgive myself for these situations I I've been in and um you know that starts to clear up so much because when we don't forgive ourselves from a heartache that we've been through we carry resentment towards ourselves and therefore we don't allow ourselves to move beyond that um sort of plateau right so you get stuck in that heartache and even if we move forward it's almost like a scar but it didn't really heal yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in this kind of like loop thing where it might be like kind of okay for a bit, but and then that pattern's going to come up again if you're not forgiving yourself and dealing with it and forgiving others and circumstances and everything. Yes, forgiveness is. is I totally agree. That's that's key. Getting that that journal time that you mentioned too. I find that very, very, very important. Um, I I often can't work everything out in my head until I start journaling, and I can get two sentences down and I'll have my aha moment, and that's all I needed. But just something about it jumping around in my head does not make the progress that it makes when I write it down. <laughs> Do you write with your hand? Because I know that, like, I told us how my clients write with your hand when mm-hmm. you're not your Oh, hand. yes. Yeah, because yeah. it, yeah, right? Yeah, I have notebooks and notebooks. Yeah, I'm big for, oh, and stationery. Plus, it's just another bonus. You get to buy more stationery the more you journal. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that's a really, really beautiful first step there, too, is, um, yeah, forgiving yourself, getting things down, allowing yourself to feel it. Really, really, really important. <sighs> okay, I love that. I'm just, I find, I find the energy, like, when you're talking, I almost feel like I'm listening to an interview that you're doing, like I'm not even in it. I just, I really love absorbing the words that you say so much. Your voice is really, really powerful with, like, this goddess energy. So congratulations. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. So while we're like everything that we're discussing here really is alchemy. It really is like my version, my, um, the way that I would describe alchemy is changing, um, like something that's like a suffering into a love or something that's like a fear based into a love base. So can you give me an example? And this is just something I ask all my guests. Can you give me an example of a time that you created happiness alchemy in your life? And I know we already talked about a few anyway. Absolutely. Um, well, you know, um, I'll get really personal, and I would say when I had my breast implants removed. Um, yes, I love this story. I yeah. well, yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, and it's and it's it's pretty deep. You know, it's deep mm-hmm. because I had these. You know, as women, we're sort of programmed when we're pretty young. I had I had like twenty Barbies, and I was always playing with them. And of course, they were naked. And as a mm-hmm. three or five year old. I realized very quickly that they had these plastic breasts and I was like, Oh, someday I'm going to need that too. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, and there are these triggers that that happen. So, um, later fast forward, as soon as I was old enough, I was like, actually I was like 17 (laughs) or 18. Um, 
I got breast implants and, um, you know, I thought that was going to be like a magical moment in my life where everything was going to change for the better. My life was going to be like Baywatch. I'd just be running through <laughs> life and, you know, <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, you know, um, that's, that's where it was. That was the mindset of the people around me. I had a lot of older friends and, um, you know, they had implants and it just seemed like that's what was really being, um, flooded into the consciousness at that time. Yes. Smith and every one of the celebrities that I kept seeing or that my boyfriend was like had a crush on all had, you know, these huge implants. So of course I wanted to get his attention. Um, but you know, fast forward, um, they made me very sick, but also I felt very blocked by them energetically too. Um, having those foreign implants was really like having an, having a negative implant in my body. It was disrupting the flow of my blood to my brain, to my arms, to my legs. I was going numb and um, it was just very, very bad. I was truly about on my deathbed. And um, I was so angry. Like, how did this, how did this happen? Like, why did I believe that? You know, of course I was so young. I was 17 years old. You know, I didn't know any better. I just wanted to be cool. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to be loved. You're just and going with society's program, really. I just, I took on a program. It was a mind virus and I just, I, I grew it, you know, but then I was, I was always like afraid to get the X-Men surgery. Um, but it was quite obvious. I got this quite literal message that, hey, uh, <laughs> is the universe knocking on my door saying, hey, um, you have like about one month left to live yeah. if you can get them out. And it was like somebody put a fire underneath my ass because I was like, oh my gosh, I had no energy, couldn't move, but I manifested it. And it was actually Goddess Paley that really helped me through this. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, her fire was burning inside me, even though I could barely move. I made the phone calls and I said, this is an emergency. I need to get this operation. They were booked six months out. And prior I had done all this research, you know, to find the right doctor, but I was asking for an emergency explant. Um, they fit me in. It was like two weeks down the line. So that was within the month period. Um, like a lot of miracles happened in my life where I felt the universe just boom, 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 supported me. It was a quick fire process. It was, it was really intense and it was totally life-changing and it was the best thing that I ever did um, was to get these implants removed. And, you know, I have huge scars across my chest and my breasts and I am not ashamed of it. I love my scars. Um, you know, and, and I could say, wow, I lost, you know, 20 years of my life. I'm so miserable. But no, you know, at the end of the day, I realized that part of my purpose was also to let women know about these, the dangers yes. of implants and that I needed to be a voice because there wasn't enough voices out there talking about it. As It's a multi-billion, billion, billion, billion dollar industry. So they, they're not going to let these voices come out. But I realized, okay. Divine Feminine, you really gave me a job. And so, you know, down the, down the line, I'm going to be writing a book about it, you know, because not to gain pity. I don't need any pity. I am very happy. I, I'm much better. Um, but this is about empowerment, taking your power back, okay? So there's a big difference. And so um, that was a huge heartache of my life is, like, realizing that um, I had allowed this to happen. And how did this happen? And feeling totally victimized by it. And then coming to the other side, realizing, wow, I have a voice, I have a purpose, and I need to share this because 
so many of my friends, Tracy, you have no idea. I get I get text messages and phone calls all the time and Facebook messages from women I know who saw me go through this a few years ago and now they're going through it and they're calling me like, we need help. Oh my gosh, it's happening. I'm getting sick. Yes. You know? And, and um, yeah, it's, I was just going to say it's, um, I've been noticing well, increasing sensitivity across the board as these, this evolution's kind of happening and that people are getting increasingly sensitive. So that's what I was going to ask you about is, do you find a lot of people are kind of, they're coming against this now that their bodies are becoming more sensitive and they're like, this yeah. is, this is foreign. This can't be here. You know what? We're getting so much light coming down into our bodies. Um, the, the, our bodies are rejecting, um, you know, what's not supposed to be there because we yeah. need to have more room for light. And I'm telling you, after I got my implants taken out, my psychic abilities, my healing abilities, all the things that I was already great at just went off the charts because now I had this flow in my body that I did not have access. I don't even know how I was doing healing <laughs> at the time, but I'm telling you though, the strange thing is I really believe the healing was keeping me alive because yes. I'm, I know it sounds wild, but bringing that much light into my body on a daily basis that was what my body was feeding on, not the food or anything else because, I mean, I was eating organic, clean, everything. And um, it was the light that I was pulling through my body in the healing session. So Catch-22, it was like, a, it was, that was a blessing in disguise that I was already doing this work. Had I not, I, I think I would have just been out, you know, a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the universe gives us blessings all the time. And, you know, in any situation where there's heartache, I can guarantee you, no matter how painful it seems or how treacherous or how many scars you get in the process, you will find the greatest blessing if you open to receive. And that comes with gratitude because I said, thank you, God, Des, for getting me out of this situation. Thank you for getting me on the other side of it. And I promise I'm going to use my voice to share because I could not not share, you know? Absolutely, because it's, it's there. It's, it's such an integral part of you and part of your story that it, it makes sense that you did go through that and that the, your programming, your prior programming got you to get them and then, you know, your life evolved on this spiritual path and then continued on to, <laughs> to get rid of them. So it, it, it just makes a, makes a lot of sense from the higher perspective when you're looking at things, but I could see how being right in the energy of it some people can get trapped in that why me energy, but it's just kind of take a look at it from higher and see how can this empower me. Totally. I think that's, that's so key to any situation, no matter how it looks in the moment, it never looks the way you're going to see it afterwards. So, yep. so I always say like, I have my little self, my little self is like, could be a little crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, mine too. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then like, when I pull back to my higher self, boy, it's a totally different angle. It's almost like, being an ant on the ground and being an eagle in the sky, you know? Yes, absolutely. Ah, <laughs> oh, I love it. So, so much good stuff. I'm actually excited to go back and listen to this interview again already. Um, all right, so clearly I feel very passionate about your message because I'm, I'm getting all, like, sweaty and goosebumpy. <laughs> but um, so your message is so important, and I really encourage our listeners to check out more about your work. Where can they go to find you online, and what are you working on right now? 
Awesome. Well, I'd love to love to hear from you. Um, you can find me at www.goddess, G-O-D-D-E-S-S, Code Academy, goddesscodeacademy.com. And I'm very excited. Um, I'm going to be relaunching the Kwanian program again in May. And I have a series, I'm actually going to be having a series of the Goddess um, Activations programs coming out. I'm going to be doing a Lakshmi after that. So, Ooh, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah she's, she came up in your session. She's like your, one of your goddess guides. So <laughs> Fun. <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off there. <laughs> but, um, but so I'm so excited for these, um, for these to come out, and I really love for you to join me. So just go ahead and uh, you know, sign up, and then you'll get the emails when they're, when they're coming out. Perfect. And I'll link to all that in the show notes below too. So people can find you nice and easily and uh, yeah, check out all your amazing stuff. Yay. Thank you so much for having me on. I love your energy. You have this high, such a high vibrational energy. You're like magical fairy goddess. <laughs> Woohoo! As are you, which is why we connect well. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on and we'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in. Visit happinessalchemy.com for your free shamanic journey and to learn about the Happiness Alchemy Sacred Library. Have a magical day.